Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Jim Cren No Restrictions Podcast. We are worldwide, we are nationwide on the Sideshow Network. The boys are in studio, they're at Talent Networking. Terry Jones, John Evans, Mike Wysocki. Ladies and gentlemen, Jim Cren. It's Jim Cren No Restrictions, brought to you by Star, Chevrolet, and Nissan in Greensburg. We're on the Sideshow Network. Don't forget to get the Sideshow Network app. It makes it so easy to get our podcast. We have a very fun show. John Evans is not here, unfortunately. John, oh, he's on the road. He's live. Don't worry. The way I said it, it was like, Jesus. John is just <laughs> on the road. He's doing stand-up. Terry Jones, Mike Wysocki, myself, we're hanging here. Corey, or Corey Gale, our sound engineer. Josh Folio hanging. Got Frank Mergy, Dave Settlemeyer, the whole gang. We're just going to, you know, hang bullshit a little bit here. The three musketeers. The, yeah. <laughs> Let you know what's going on, man. We we uh we know the little jagoffs wait every Thursday at noon for the mm-hmm. show. They do. The show must go on, even though our guest Frank Nicotero was sick. He called about an hour ago and said he's sick. He can't make it, and the whole thing. Why don't people th- want to describe to me when they're sick what they have? I don't. I don't need to hear it. <laughs> you know, uh, diarrhea mm-hmm. and I threw up, son of a lot. I missed the toilet. I, I don't. I don't hear it. Uh-uh. But I'll take your word for it. Uh, they like tell you that because I, I think in the back of their minds, they think in the back of my mind <laughs> that I think they're just bullshitting me. <laughs> the diarrhea you can't not, dispute. They, no, they want to come out there and do the show to feel like you know, <laughs> even though yeah, he is sick, he's legitimately sick. I believe mm. that, but I just think they want to sell it mm-hmm. because all of us at one time or another have done the fake sick move. Since we were kids, we've done it at least once, mm-hmm. right? That's true. Oh yeah, 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 that's true. You gotta admit. I mean, like I remember in grade school, I was good. I was pretty good going to St. Mary's because we had tough nuns like <laughs> Sister Mary Charles Bronson as rough nuns. Because <laughs> <laughs> she looked like Charles no, Bronson. All, all nuns back then. Is that why you call her? Or yeah. She, or she, she hit like, like Charles. Or she hit like, no, yeah. she looked like Charles Bronson. <laughs> mustache? Little mustache, yeah. Yeah. And she, she sounded a little bit like. Charles Bronson from like Death Wish one. Death though, Wish. You know? With a genuflect and pray, Mr. Crin. Yeah, he's, he's, he's scared. He was scared. But but you you fake sick every once in a while, and, you know, and when you have to when you don't want to go to school or or work sometimes. I'm Yo, sure if you, know, I, you have your sick days. You do right. I, I do. I think uh, being like Frank Nicotero is sick and he couldn't make it. I think he needs to sue the pharmacy and Wishmaster for not getting him his meds that he needed properly. I mean, he waited in line for a long time, and the guy died in front of him. And he really needs those meds. So if he would have had those meds, he would be here. So I think we need to contact uh, the Wishmaster and and uh, talk to him and the bum that wished the death, and he needs to sue them. We have to talk- Well, Wishmaster is a new <laughs> obscure movie. Yeah, it is. Terry is referring to that Frank had his first acting role because I remember when he called me and said, "Jimmy, <laughs> I got a role, a speaking role in this movie." I actually saw it in a theater, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding, Jim, Jim. You went you went to the theater to see Wishmaster. Yes, it was me <laughs> and two. Uh, homeless guys trying to stay warm. <laughs> and another Nicotero. <laughs> and another Nicotero. <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. I, I, and uh, Frankie had that line in there, and he's in a pharmacy in Wishmaster, which I don't remember the plot. I just remember it was kind of scary. I Yo, guess, the, plot, <laughs> the plot was about a gin. Okay, which that's what gin is. It's a demon. Okay, oh, so, okay. so in uh, air. 
in, in Arabic folklore, and even if you read the uh, the Quran, it talks about jinn. Like it's like okay. the devil. It's like a demon. Mm-hmm. But what you do is they changed it to a genie to make it all like friendly. So it's That's not very really, Hollywood. yeah, uh-huh. exactly. So jinn are really demon, like yourself. It's gonna be a genie. <laughs> so you're selling your soul to this this thing to get a wish. So Wishmaster was about the jinn. Uh, story and some dude makes some like bloodstone and it's in Babylonia and and they fighting and then he comes to like new age times and he's like hey make a wish and then you make a wish and then he takes your soul and then that's it so Frank Nicotero was waiting in line <laughs> like, for his you medicines. just get one wish you, 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 no, yeah it, it, if you like here it is for for Viagra and a for, demon show <laughs> so if you <laughs> so if you actually like wait if you wake up the gin. Uh-huh. You get yeah. three wishes. Never uh, wake okay. up the gin. Don't mm-hmm. wake up the gin. That's the that's gyms, the whole thing the in the gyms. movie. Let them sleep. And Freddy Krueger's in it, and Jason's in it, but they're not Freddy Krueger and Jason. They're just themselves. They're uh-huh. like people. Oh, you know okay. What I mean? Okay. And uh, it was it's a real weird movie, man. It was strange. I can't believe you know so much about this fucking Yo, movie. Yo, I watched. I saw the, the only person that does. <laughs> Yo, I have it on DVD. I can't lie. I watched this <laughs> movie religiously you as love a kid. These kind of like, movies. Oh, I love. You know what? Wishmaster was funny because it had this like scene where. Not this, the intention. No, not, not, it wasn't supposed to be, but it's like a comedy to me. So there, there's like all these scenes where people are like dying, but it's funny because you're like, oh, look at the strings and the makeup. And then and then the dude's making wishes, but he, he finds a way to twist your wish. So you'll be like, oh, I wish I could get banged to death by a hooker. And he'll be like, as you wish. But he won't tell you the hooker got AIDS. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> That, that's what happened. <laughs> so, so he, yeah, he just went crazy. He went crazy. But Frankie did a nice job in his acting debut. I was waiting for an Academy Award nomination. Mm-hmm. But you need, oh, Yo, there we, he is now. He's calling again. I hear the phone. We, we got. <laughs> what is it with the phones in this show? I don't know, I don't know man. Know. Really, this is the second. And we're they're we, all Bell Atlantic phones. We always have the phone ring in the middle of the show. It's like our thing, man. Like we got a shit. phone booth. We're the. Uh, it's not a call-in show. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know it, why. Believe me, it's not like some <laughs> setup for some. Some fucking improv line. It's really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, you guys probably you know I mean? think it's, it's like, a setup. We did a live show. <laughs> did they did they ring that phone for, for, for the shtick? No, it was just a fucking guy wouldn't turn his phone off. You know, it's like it, it was, uh, the truth that's is what happened. The truth is, Dave Settlemeyer is Batman, and that's the commissioner of Pittsburgh calling <laughs> that's the him. Bat phone. We need him. Wait, Wishmaster, getting back to that movie, yeah. because we just talked about it more than the fucking producers ever talked Yo, about it. Yo, yeah, nobody's <laughs> talked about Wishmaster more than us. Greg Nicotero, he's invo- he was involved with that movie doing the, the makeup and all that stuff. And Greg is uh, in blood and all Greg is Frank's uh, cousin and uh, great guy, really nice guy, Greg. Mm-hmm. He is one of the great uh, makeup artists in, in Hollywood right now. Right now he may be the, he's the man. Mm-hmm. Academy Award, uh, at least a nominee winner. I'm just gonna say it. I don't give a shit because <laughs> you don't you don't want to be wrong. Well, I, I was kind of well. I'll tell you what. I, 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 I was drunk once and said, I'll, "I'll get back to that. I'll get to that story eventually." But I was drunk once and just blurted that out. And I will. Sh- I will. Get, I'll backpedal a little bit. I gotta <laughs> it, and then I'll get to that story. It has to do with Frank Nicotero's bachelor party. I was at his bachelor party in Las Vegas, and. What happened was Frank uh, was get, Frank's getting married. He has a bachelor party in Vegas. It just so happened to be a week that the morning show I was on, we were doing a, a show in Vegas for the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he called and said, hey, Jimmy, my bachelor party's here this week. And I said, you're, you're you kidding? He said, no, come on over. I said, oh, thanks, Frankie. So I, I go over to this hotel. We're at the Palms. And 
we're at this bachelor's party and Greg's there. And I'm a married guy. I do the, we have a three foot rule. I could see strippers. I can hang with strippers. They just have to stay within three feet. Mm-hmm. One yard away. Yeah, just, they don't, yeah, they <laughs> clap. Yeah, they, three feet. They break the, like, break the plane. Uh huh. That's not good. It's the neutral zone. <laughs> so they had the, the, the strippers and the whole thing there, and it was fun. All the guys were laughing, have a good time and all, you know. Again, the strippers, the intention is probably not to get a laugh, but we did. But <laughs> so Greg's there, and, you know, we're drinking, having fun, and, and he shows me some uh, DVDs. He had Kill Bill. He just done uh, the work on He was showing me some stuff. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I'm fascinated by what he does. Mm-hmm. As, you know, everyone is. It's interesting how they, you know, do the effects in Hollywood. So he's talking about, you know, all these different movies. And, and it, it dawned on me of something that I had to tell him. And I did not want to tell him. All right. He was on our show a year, a year or so, a couple of years, maybe earlier. I can't remember. He comes in the studio and we're doing the interview. And it was one of the greatest gifts anyone had ever given me. Okay. Maybe two or three, whenever Boogie Nights was made, that was when it was. So he, he comes in the studio. And, and he's, we're doing the interview, and he presents to me as a gift as we're leaving. He said, Jim, I want you to have this. He gives me the rubber penis <laughs> that Mark Wahlberg pulled out at the end of Boogie Nights. He had yeah, it with him. Corey almost passed out in the corner. Yeah, right? He did. Serious. It was, it was, he gives it, he had it with, yeah. Pulled it out of a bag, a gym bag. Because he remember, it was like, 14, that, remember how big that thing that's was? That's a it's famous like a, penis. It's like a baseball bat. <laughs> and because people wondered, is that really Marky Mark's penis? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. No, no, it's not. <laughs> Greg made this rubber penis and it was just you. And, and he gives me this penis, like 14 inches long, real thick around. And I'm holding it. <laughs> and because it was, there was only two, like he made one. He had two, two mold, he had a mold. Okay. Because I had one of two penises. I got like a little teary, a little emotional because it was a gift. You know, yeah. I was like, thank you. And it's like, <laughs> seriously, it was like Ricky Martin on his wedding night, his boyfriend probably. So I was oh, crying. I said, thank you. And I'm like, oh, man. And I couldn't. And I'm like, are you sure? Yeah, I almost didn't want to take it. Like, are you sure? You, you want got to take penis? it through the airport on the way sure? home? No, and... I wanted it. But I just didn't. Like, it was meant. There's only two of these, Mike. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean two I know. Of Mark, you selfish asshole. Dicks. <laughs> and he said, no, I want you to have that. Wow. I'm so excited about this thing. I, it's, I'm through the, you know, I can't even put it in words. <laughs> <laughs> Did it I'm, come with I'm balls? Over, I'm overcome. <laughs> were there balls no, attached? You know what? Uh, there were balls. Ah. There were balls. I've always wondered if there were balls. No hair. Size balls. No, they were just normal size. <laughs> oh, okay. And then it, just, then it goes out. <laughs> From there. Hey, yo, why is it that it was, no matter how was, young you are, your balls are old as hell? Well, and these it, these were just they were. I didn't study them or anything, but they were nice balls. Nice standard, balls. Yeah. Standard, yeah, standard, standard balls. Ball. I guess I didn't. You know, hey, believe me, you're not a ball expert. I'm not a ball guy, and I believe <laughs> I'm not a penis guy. I'm 26 in my balls, but I are am gold. a collector. <laughs> so I had this penis, and I, I I bring it home to Hetty, my wife, and I am so excited. Wait, and what? I'm, I pray, I'm home and I'm like, honey, you won't believe this. Greg Nicotero gave me this gift and I just show her and she's having coffee with the neighbor. Not good. <laughs> I have to explain, but I just go through the whole <laughs> thing in two minutes. Boogie nights, blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm trying. And she says, but, you know, put that downstairs. I'm like, okay. bring it down to the basement. I find a little place for it. 
before I get the showcase for up in the living room. You know, we get one of those glass cases, like a Mickey Mantle ball <laughs> is going to be the Boogie Nights penis. I have this in my mind. Of course, my wife, it's just not going to happen, but I can dream. So I have this thing in a bit. Now, the penis ends up being a talk amongst my buddies, you know, I grew up with and hang with all the time. So it gets just like all guys. We did things with that penis. <laughs> wait, so, wait, wait, wait. No, I mean, not like that. We, we not did. like you're thinking. <laughs> For instance, when your buddies get together and we're drunk, okay, here's me, Robert and Kenny, Oldensky, uh, Tommy Barker. <laughs> wait, you're dropping names. And so. uh, uh, Richie Mitosh. These are my buddies. They, they don't care. They'll laugh. <laughs> but uh, we, we play Risk every once in a while. We played Risk since we were kids. Uh-huh. Risk? Risk, the game Risk. We play it all the time. Play I Risk. have no idea how to But play now Risk. we play Risk with whiskey. Because <laughs> we're older and it gets ugly, okay? Mm. So Robert, we since we were kids, we all team up and make sure Robert's out of the game first for some reason. Because a loser, if you lose, you got to win. You got to wait on the other guy's hand and foot as you lose. So we always get, no, uh. not we all gang up on Robert. And they get, hey uh. Bob, get me a beer and hear him go, "Fuck you, Jimmy." That's the word. <laughs> so Robert is we're drinking hard. We're I mean, Robert passes out. Okay, so Robert passed out on the couch. He's he's gone. Right, we're playing Risk. All of a sudden, Kenny looks at me and goes. Hey, Jimmy. That's how Kenny talks. He goes, hey, Jimmy. We can get the boogie knife penis. We put it all around right and we take pictures. I said, Kenny, that's fucking genius. <laughs> so I go downstairs. I get the, the boogie knife penis and, and we just put the pictures. We just lay all around him. <laughs> We're taking every photo. Robert's passed out. <laughs> and we you know, presented him with a collage like a week later. Maybe that was more funny in my head. <laughs> that is hilarious. But we did it. But anyway, to make the uh, the end of this story finally and for your way for it, I, Eddie threw the fucking thing out. Oh. Threw it out. Was cleaning the garage out. I know. Me too. I was stunned. I was like, where's one day I was, I'm serious. I yell, where's my penis? She's like, I threw it out. I'm like, are you shitting me? You know there's only two of those things in the world? The world. She goes, oh, I didn't know that. I thought there was a lot of them. Penis factor. not mass produced. It was like he gave me a dildo. He gave me a collectible. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I said, this is a Greg Nicotero penis he gave me. Hollywood memento. Oh, I, I, this was my Pawn Stars thing. This was going to be my, my big money thing. I was going to sell. That was my retirement. <laughs> John, that penis was my retirement. John Evans is going to find that in a thrift store somewhere. That was going to He's going to laugh like, now, but that would, that's the that's going to be the ding bowl see the, that we talked exact, about last time. You see the two or three million dollar penis. You guys don't even keep that news away from me. Oh, if wow. anybody cashes in on that, and there's a big story on that because there's going to be a big story. It was mine. Man sells giant Marky Mark penis. Only but two I, in the world. But I had to go. To, I had to tell back to the bachelor party. I had to tell Greg Nicotero. I cannot go through a bachelor party knowing that Hetty threw that penis out and not tell him, right? Yeah. I mean, it's bothering me. <laughs> I told him the story. I said, she threw it out unbeknownst to me. I would have never thrown the penis out. And he said, he said I know it had to hurt him because he said, I'll make you another one. <laughs> Which you know he's not. No. Nah, nah. Greg, you know, Greg did not. This, this is a bachelor. This is, it's like five years ago now. I'm still waiting. I haven't gotten a penis in the mail. <laughs> I wait. I go to the mailbox. I do check. But I, I mean, it's not like I can't picture Greg getting home from Vegas, that trip going, you know, oh, damn it. I'm not even putting my bags down. I'm making the penis again. For <laughs> Jim Cram. So that, that's just, you know, 
So I guess when Frank called up sick, it brought up that, that story. Uh. That sad story. I'm sorry. I don't want to bring you guys down, man. No, you know? that, 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 made me, that made my heart hurt. I know. Tara, pick us up with some. some I mean, we, we, were talk, we saw a Pawn Stars reality show. We were talking before the show before we about the story in Pittsburgh here. Cake <laughs> Boss was in town. We, we could shift. Yeah. We could go from rubber penis hey, to man, cake that's boss. That's it, man, because it could be a rubber penis on the cake. That's be right. at uh, a bachelorette <laughs> party. But something happened downtown. Was this, was this today's? Yeah, news? man, this is let's, crazy. Let's do breaking uh, news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Terry, Terry Jones was breaking news. Hi, I'm Terry Jones here with breaking news. And we had the cake boss in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, when a 52-year-old man decided to rob the cake boss. He's got to tell us. He fucking robbed the cake boss. How? Listen to this. This This guy decides that he's going to rob the, I, I guess there's a there was a giant something outside, you know, holding these cakes. Like at a promotion? Uh, no, well, it was an event, but they had like a canister or something like, well, they probably had like a, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm, yeah, no, not a tub, man. I'm trying to think of what it, the word is because y'all got me messed up. I can't remember what the word <laughs> is, man. Because I can't be on here looking like I ain't got vocabulary. They're going to be like, yeah, he ain't got no vocabulary at all. Playing $20,000 pyramid. <laughs> Like, yo, this dude has no idea, and, and what he's talking about. Well, look, there was a canister that was yeah. holding. <laughs> a cake canister. It, it, was, it was a cake canister. It was a container. We'll just say an 18-wheeler box. No, <laughs> it was a storage container. There we go. Storage container. I See, I didn't want to use the actual brand of storage container because they might not be sponsoring with us, and then they'll be like, hey, we're suing you guys. But anyway, so this guy had <laughs> I don't know. This guy had a storage container he decided to rob, and it had the cakes from Cake Boss in there. And he steals $180 worth of cakes that were going to be given away for free today. Oh, you're kidding. Cake Boss came to town and decided he was going to give away free cakes to the people of Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> and this 52-year-old man that oh my God. decided he was going to rob... The cake boss. Did he think it was? Do you think he thought it was going to be more valuable or something? Yes, I do. I think he decided because he. You can't go to like, you know, you can't go to Giant Eagle and just rob a a, a cake from the bakery. No, Mm. and think you're going to get two hundred dollars for it. What you do is you rob the cake boss. But those cakes that he makes are worth a lot. They're worth a lot. They said it was one hundred eight dollars worth. So it it must have been your name. Yeah, he stole check. a case of cakes, they okay. said. So so it was about was, I didn't even know cakes cake. come in cases. Uh-uh. But with the cake boss, I guess the, they do. You're the cake boss, but it's big time. You he probably he probably had them in briefcases like like a mob deal. That's what some, it was. You know, the Pittsburgh guy though, you know have an excuse of something. You gotta come up with something, the Pittsburgh guy. Mm. You know, uh, I got my medicines all fucked up. <laughs> and I had sugar shock, sugar leg. <laughs> I'd low on sugar. <laughs> I don't know what I wasn't thinking, I don't know what happened. It's grabbed it. I need a cake. And what? What was it? stealing that, that, free cake? Would you? That's crazy. Like, what, what, what do you think about this, man? Like, stealing free? That's a stupid thing to steal. It's awkward. It's big, <laughs> and it's only good for like a couple of days, unless you're gonna freeze all the fucking cakes, and then maybe. Who's gonna buy the cakes? Is he fencing? Cakes? I think he was gonna go the to the hood and sell them. Honestly, because like usually <laughs> they love cake. Like, they love yeah, cake in the hood. Do. Yeah. So what you do is like a lot of times you'll see people like steal a pack of batteries from like Rite Aid and then go to the hood and flip them. 
You know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like a quick know. buck. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, really, yeah. man. Oh, I buy so much. You steal a pack of batteries, they go to the, flip it. Man, I have bought so a dollar many or something? lotions and batteries from people in the hood. Is that what you, is that, is that, <laughs> it like kicks ass. That beats the dollar store. Oh, it does, man. It Why is. go to the dollar store when there's some dude who's 52 years old stealing shit uh-huh. all around the city, and he robbed the cake bar. So when he goes in jail... He's going to be known as the dude that robbed cake pies. He's going to be known mm-hmm. as the queen of the jail. <laughs> <laughs> he robbed cake pies. Oh, you, I got your cake for you. Yeah. <laughs> Save the rose for me. <laughs> wow. Shopping yeah, in the hood. That's his nickname. <laughs> what? Shopping, in, Shopping the- in the hood is great because that's the only place where you can buy individual cigarettes. That's nice. That's absolutely. And the only place where you can go into like a cell phone store and buy a baseball hat. So He's I like right. that too. He's right. That's <laughs> pretty true. Yeah. It's so true though. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yo, mm-hmm. and you know what's funny about the individual cigarettes? They're like uh, in the in the projects my cousin used to live in. When I was younger, they had what's called a store bus. Yeah. And the store bus goes around, and the store bus, like, sells you, like, milk and, like, little groceries and yeah. stuff. And you go down the store bus, and you get, like, a bag of chips and stuff. But, but they, they like, they would hide it, you know what I mean? Because they would sell weed. <laughs> you know what? Do you watch Shame? Do you watch Shameless? Yes. Yes. On Showtime? Yes. Is that what you're talking about? Like that then, well, right? Well, sort yeah, of. Yeah, it's kind of like, because the store bus will come around. It's kind of like this, the ice cream man was yes. like, hey, what's going on, kids? With the store bus. Here's okay. some smack. But, like, the store bus had, like, milk and everything, and then they would just like, yo, man, here's a Nick bag. Here's a dime mm-hmm. bag. And people go down and buy individual cigarettes and weed. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and then half a gallon of milk. <laughs> half a gallon of milk and, and half weed? Half a gallon of milk and some weed. And then they, I guess they eat cereal after they smoke the weed. That yeah, makes sense, right? It's a, yeah, that makes sense. And then when you stress, One you got that individual shot. cigarette. How much are individual cigarettes? Usually like 50 cents. Mikey, do you, That's expensive is, this, is this where you buy your individual cigarettes? Occasionally, when times get rough, you got to do that. You yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Really? Uh-huh, yeah. Did you yeah. buy a baseball cap? <laughs> no, not yet. I didn't like their selection. Well, what's the price of a baseball cap? I don't know. It depends on what part of the hood you're in. Yeah, really? Is there like, yeah. a, is there like a, an upper section? Yeah, there is. Because it might have like, oh, my. Yeah. That's the upper St. Clair of the hood. Not going there. It's a little different, yeah. Hey, we're going to take a quick break here from word from one of our sponsors. Come back with Mikey and some Twisted Sports. Tonight on the Food Network, it's cooking with Paul Giamatti. That's right. You know him as a great emotional actor. Now see him as a great emotional chef. All right, let's get started here. I'm going to make a killer, killer pasta with clam sauce. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, you know clams are an aphrodisiac. You know, I know what you're thinking. Am I going to uh, be sporting wood by dessert? I mean, uh, uh, clams, are, are they going to give me a pop tent? Uh, am I going to freak out? And that's why I always add a half a Xanax to the sauce. I think it sort of calms things down. I think it's a good move. It's the Food Network show everybody's talking about. It's cooking with Paul Giamatti. Just look at these clam simmers. Bad boys are just going to town. There's a little wine in there. It's as long as it's not Merlot, okay? It's a, I don't care. No, it's a little, I, don't, I will not drink a Merlot. I will not drink a Merlot. As long as it's not Merlot. No, I will not call. Not give me the Merlot, all right? I never just uh, forget watching this and just order a Chinese takeout or something. Right? I, gotta, I gotta lay down. Where's that Xanax? Well, not drink the Merlot. That's cooking with Paul Giamatti, followed by the new hit show, Samuel Jackson's It's Just Dessert, Motherfucker. I told you, keep your goddamn hands off that motherfucking shortcake. Oh. Only on the Food Network.
Jim Cran, no restrictions on the Sideshow Network, brought to you by Star Chevrolet and Nissan in Greensburg. Stop out if you need a Chevrolet. If you need a Nissan, you want to go to Star. You get the best deals. They got great financing, and the staff does give you the Star treatment. Everybody walks in there. It's it's a family-owned business. They're just so down-to-earth. Highly recommend it. Right in Greensburg there. Now it's time for our friend Mike Wysocki with his Twisted Sports. Well, we have the NHL hockey playoffs beginning soon. Hockey very popular here in Pittsburgh, but it is still the pride of Canada, their national sport, and poor Canada, we took their baby and made it ours, just like we did with the Indians in their land. No team from Canada has won Lord Stanley's Cup since 1993. And like white people dominate serial killing, American teams dominate hockey. White people also used to dominate the Masters, the U.S. presidency, and the papacy. Not anymore, but they still dominate serial killing and hockey. So take that, Canada, USA number one. Are you going to cry about it? We're running, out of, <laughs> we're running out of people to look down on, Canada, so you're next. Now, if you look at the history, Great Britain is like the parents. You know, they're the stiff conservative. They're the motherland. <laughs> okay. The United States, we're kind of the brash, bold sons, and Canada is like the lame cousin. They're drinking moose head and eating moose meat in the freezing cold. Or Mexico is like our crazy uncle with their tequila and marijuana and beaches. I'd rather party with Uncle Mexico than Cousin Canada. (laughs) One thing Canada has in common with Pittsburgh and lesbians is that they're the last bastions (laughs) of the mullet. If you're a Pittsburgh lesbian from Canada, you definitely got one. And Canadians talk funny, too. For example, take the 1985 Tears for Fears song, Shout, and sing it like a Canadian. It would be, shoot, shoot, let it all oot. These are the things I can do with oot. Speak English. No wonder the Stanley Cup hasn't been on your soil since Saved by the Bell was on TV. So back to hockey. The Penguin star Sidney Crosby took a puck to the mouth and his oot indefinitely. Crosby trying to win the NHL scoring title, which would make 15 scoring titles for the Penguins in the last 25 years. That's pretty dominating because that's a that's not a subjective thing. That's just straight points. Mm-hmm. And out of the 25 years, Mario Lemieux won six, Yager five, two for Malkin. Malkin. Crosby has one and is leading right now, which would be the 15th. And one of the other 10 that's not a Penguin is Jerome Ginla, who they just acquired. Now, I love this podcast because there are no FCC regulations, and I wish baseball play-by-play could be like that. It wasn't politically correct or anything. You could have an announcer saying something like, here's the 2-2 pitch, swing, and he smacked the shit out of that fucker. Rodriguez has some speed. He ran in the third like he was running from the INS. That brings up to the plate Derek Jeter. He's got a hot fucking girlfriend. I wouldn't mind banging that. Cheater adjusts his nutsack and waits for the first pitch. Swing and a miss. <laughs> he looked like a fucking idiot on that one. Confused the shit out of him. I think that would be great. We could get the swear during baseball. <laughs> and speaking of the Yankees, this is interesting. Robinson Cano, a, it's one of the best players in baseball, has a new agent, and it's Jay-Z. The clothing mogul who dabbles in music is now set to dominate <laughs> sports agencies. Cano left with uh, from Scott Boris, who is like the number one right. baseball agent. He left Boris, and start Jay-Z, Jay-Z started a new 
um, organization where he's going to be a sports agent. So look for him to maybe start taking over sports as well as like every other aspect of culture. Thanks, Mike. That's great. You know, it's funny. Jay, that's it's actually going to be a good move for him. Jay Z does things differently. This isn't like mm-hmm. who was the guy? There was a there was a there was an athlete who who had a rapper as his agent, and it didn't work out. Remember, it had the, one of the weirdest contracts ever. He put together. We got, I got I got to look it. I got to look it up. Just put, look up rapper and agent just to see. The, familiar, yeah. With bad, just a rapper agent bad deal. That's how fucking bad the deal is. <laughs> rapper, agent, so that bad name deal. will come up. <laughs> When you Google that, but Jay Z's a billionaire. Mm. He's a businessman. He's not going to go in and be the agent. You know what I mean? He's he's starting an agent. I don't think. He's gonna, yeah, he's starting. What he the does, agent. he does in a successful manner. Everything. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, so that probably isn't as crazy of a move. No, not at all. I mean, he was president of Def Jam at one time, and that was the record label he started on. I mean, this guy is the businessman. Go with the oh, master Who did he represent? Who did he represent? Oh. Did he say, Josh? Yeah, it was. It was, it was like a right. Oh, Ricky Williams, I think. Ricky Williams, the running back. No, the weed head. And he ended up out of football. That's how bad the deal was. <laughs> he he, he ended up playing in Canada. The That's how bad with, it was. Yeah. This yeah. deal was. What was the? <laughs> what what was it? What, see, rapper agent bad deal. He came up and master, master P, P shows up. <laughs> That that's so Mr. funny. P. It happened to know it. Master P made a lot of bad choices. Didn't he try out for the basketball team at one yeah, point? Yeah, he did. Like he, yeah, and then his son was. Hoops, his but... son had a scholarship to USC, didn't he? I, I think, think so. Yeah, I think his son was a great for basketball. Athlete. Oh, yeah, but, okay. Uh, yeah, Lil Romeo, but he's an actor now, and he he's doing pretty good. But he's doing J- pretty good. Jay Z is the man. That's different. That's what I mean. It's Everything like because people will yeah. say, "Oh, an entertainer being an agent." No, no, this is Jay Z. Jay Z's there's an entertainer side. One of the great. You're right. He's gonna sells out. Stadiums, arenas, and does it, but that's yeah. this is the businessman side, yep. which is which is second to none. I mean, this guy has his shit together. I, I, I wish he would just do something for his own team, the Nets. That he, <laughs> the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> that's on his business card. He's a better yeah. agent for them. But that's on his business no. card, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Has, has my has my shit together. What he says, right? <laughs> Jay Z's the man. He, he is. He is. Uh, I, I, you know, it's since we're talking sports, we're going to talk about the the leg breaking with. Uh, Kevin Kevin Ware, Louisville. Jim Nance said it was the worst break, obviously, he's ever seen. And it was have you seen this yet? I haven't seen it, but from what I know, I think that breaks the new standard used to be Joe Theismann getting his ankle crushed under Lawrence Taylor is kind of the worst <laughs> it's image. I think this I haven't seen it yet, but I imagine it's, it passed. It's right that. there. It's up there with with uh Theismann, Willis McGahey. Willis McGahey. Oh McGahey, was, yeah. Nasty. Yeah, that was a brutal one. This was strange because he he wasn't hit. Those guys were hit when LT broke his leg and mm-hmm. yeah, he got hit. This was he jumped up like he was like blocking a ball and jumps up and just landed wrong and it snapped. Did you see it, Ter? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, remember that happened. You could jump up and hurt yourself. Because remember that happened to the Gramatica, the dude that was a kicker for Arizona. Yes, him and his brother. His brother was a, oh, yeah. a kicker for Tampa Bay, and then he got excited and they would celebrate by jumping up and down. They were like five foot three. Mm-hmm. And he jumped up too high and came down and <laughs> tore his MCL and meniscus mm-hmm. ACL. That was like it. He, that was it. That was his whole career. He yeah. ruined his career. Just jumping up. Just jumping. What, what about that guy from from the Redskins a few years ago? Maybe eight, ten years ago. Gus Farratt. Oh yeah, he's from Farratt. Ford City. Weirdest injury ever. After scoring a touchdown, hit his head into the <laughs> wall behind the goalpost, and he was <laughs> out for like right. six or eight weeks. <laughs> that was unreal. Who does that? <laughs> 
he hit his head too hard? Are you shitting Another me? Another reason to celebrate when you're playing with the Redskins either. I, 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 I just, I just, for 20 wanna, years. just wanted to mention real quick here. We, we looked it up. Master P, that contract we're talking about, we said just type in bad contract, bad deals. It was such a bad deal that he made for Ricky Williams. They actually use him as a his deal as a model in law schools and business schools. <laughs> For bad deals, <laughs> so that that's impressive. Don't do it this that's way. That's impressive, isn't it? You're, yeah, just, just give me Jay Z. Your Master P. <laughs> yes. just yeah, say they, no to Master P. They use it for bad deals. You wind Side. up playing in the Canadian Football League, where they only have eight teams, and two of them are both called Rough Riders. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Can't think of another name. I'm I'm waiting for Jay Z to just explain, like, yo, um, you know, I I just decided that right now was um probably like the best time to make this deal in my career. Um, you know, uh, me and Baby Blue Ivy and Bay we was just talking, and um, you know, I just thought that maybe um, you know, I should just go ahead and be an agent uh during this time in my career, um, because I did so much other stuff. Um, you know, I just need to do this. Um, and you know, I'm not going to be like Master P. I promise you. Um, LeBron, if you want to come. Uh, uh, live with baby blue ivy you can at any time it's <laughs> <laughs> like jay you brought it up that's good yes hova hova do it i like the jay-z <laughs> yep terry <It's> a... <laughs> I, I don't i don't know oh man I yeah he's, possessed. He's, he's gonna be yeah he'll, he'll be fine right no but, i think he'll be a great agent well he, he like i said i'm not right sure now. i wonder if he's is gonna be the an agent i like is he gonna be is it his agency you know no. what i mean is he is it just something he's gonna well you think about it if you have like your biggest clients and yeah. you're jay-z you're going to have so many people just coming at you because you're Jay-Z. Right. And Jay-Z's mm-hmm. a, a marketing genius. Like, this dude will do, like, he came out with a book, and then he did something with Bing where you would, like, scan certain pages and take pictures, and it would be an insert in the book through Bing. I mean, he just does so many good deals, man. And I remember when he bought his album. Remember I told you about that? Yes. He he brought his album yes. so that he could drop Blueprint 3 and, uh, you know, uh, do it under his own label. So he paid for that album. He bankrolled. So, yeah, so he has Rock Nation. So, you know, he hit the same thing. Yo, you know, I just think uh, right now it's just a good time in my career to make this move. You know, it's the same thing, but no, it's, it's pretty crazy, man. Now I think he'll do guy, it. Yeah, now that's the guy you want to go with, you know, right? I mean, I'm not gonna, I am not yeah. going to go with, like, Kid Rock as my agent. <laughs> you know? Ball with the ball. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Meeting. I was fucked up. Uh, your, your contract's under the strip's ass. Speaking of strippers' ass, <laughs> talking about Johnny Football, Johnny Manziel, yes, of Texas A&M. Every time you see a picture of him on the internet, he's partying. He's got girls hanging on him, and also as I think every guy should mm. at twenty years old and has the Heisman. He's getting complaints from some of these old time. I don't know why they're complaining. Some of the Heisman people that I guess they're saying, you know, we gave you the trophy. It's not to go and just fuck around. <laughs> it's like, yes, it is. I bet is he a, fre- is he a freshman with a Heisman trophy? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got three years to tote that he, thing That's around. what the old timers yeah, are saying yeah. to me. We gave it to a freshman. He shouldn't be ready. Wait till he's older. Yeah, like at 24, you're so fucking ready. Yeah, I bet OJ OJ has strippers' asses. Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) OJ, Barry Sanders probably has strippers' asses. Marcus Allen had two, three strippers at a time. Yeah, that's true. Jim Brown has strippers' asses. All the great Heisman winners had strippers' asses. That's what I'm trying to say. What else are you going to – you don't get money for it. You might as well get laid. 
Lots of. Lots Are you of kidding me? I'd walk in it. I'd walk in every bar. That'd be the first. You wouldn't uh-huh. even see me. You'd see my fucking trophy first. <laughs> walk in. Never have to buy a drink again. Jimmy Cran, he's got the trophy, and then boom, right on the bar, and then that's that. He's twenty. Are you, uh, at spring break, twenty is the Heisman Trophy winner, and he's going to probably end up in the NFL. At least he's going to tell the girls there to get laid. Yeah. I would. Hey, I'm going to be picked for a first or second. Hey man, you got to look Johnny it up football. now. He's twenty. He can have those stories. Yeah, he's not a good god. I, hey, look on a scale of one to ten, I'm a four. I'm not throwing stones, but that is an ugly fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> and with the Heisman, with the Heisman, he's like a nine or a ten he's, with the Heisman. From a three to no, a nine, like a with the give, he goes three to nine. You give him a bankroll on top of that, an NFL signing bonus. Mm-hmm. He's fucking Clooney. He's a young Clooney. He he does look crazy. Doesn't he? Yeah, no, he does, man. He he looks really crazy. He does. He looks like some weird cartoon character. <laughs> he really does, man. Thank you. Thank you for backing me on that. I know I'll back you on that. He's he's ugly as hell. <laughs> he is. He looks like he looks like the like the Mr. Yuck sticker or something, sort of. <laughs> right? If he had a little he, frown. He looks like Shia LaBeouf and and uh what's the dude's name from Magic Mike? If he had a real bad flu. Uh, what's the guy's name? No, not Bow Wow. Did you just say no, Bow Wow? <laughs> Magic <What>? Mike, not I <laughs> This dude just said Bow Wow. That might have been the funniest thing ever. Would yeah, you... he looks like Bow Wow and Shia LaBeouf had a kid and it's fucking would Johnny you... Football. You... <laughs> Johnny Football looks like uh I don't know, he has a old But anyway, face, man. yeah, but when he goes into the bars and the girls are there and he's got the Heisman it's unbel- you got to see the pictures, Ter. It's incredible. Oh, I'm he has hot-looking women around oh, him. Asses all day. And I can't believe I think those old guys are just jealous that he's getting laid. <laughs> oh, you they are, man. He's dressed as Scooby-Doo with a with a chick with a with an ass. How about that? He still got laid. And dressed like he looked like dressed Scooby-Doo. Dressed as Scooby-Doo and still got laid. Yeah. The difference, the guy that came in second was Manti Teo, and he's not getting laid at all. <laughs> <laughs> Our Mikey's been, well, he's been dressing laid. and looking like Shaggy for 10 years, <laughs> and it hasn't helped. Right? No, Mikey. it doesn't. You're supporting the Shaggy I don't have a Heisman. Oh. I just, I, I'm just amazed by it. I think they should leave him alone, though. Let Johnny football party, right? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, at least he has, like, with his trophy, there's a real girl taking pictures. With his, like if Manti would have won, like it would have been the emptiest picture ever. It would have just been a Heisman and air. And we would have had to imagine that we <laughs> saw. Heisman. Yeah, just like a, <laughs> it would have been a blow up Heisman. Blow up. I, I don't even know where I could get one. Probably the same place you get blow up dolls. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, you know, he'd be talking to it. He'd talk yeah. to Heisman. He would, wouldn't he? Hi. Who's the greatest player in the land? Hi, honey. <laughs> you are. Yeah. I'm going now. Gets the Heisman on cheek. I'll be back. They can't see you're not real. You're right in front of me. Man, he was making love to absolutely nothing. The that air. Ah, yeah. Humping air. You ever, you ever see Like, we don't do that six air? times a day. Come on, guys. <laughs> hey, man, I will hump my hand before I hump some air. Oh, I need to breathe that air. <laughs> I don't need it infested. <laughs> with with. <laughs> you know what? Since we're on the subject of sex. You got the feel-good story of the month here for everybody. Yes. I know the little jagoffs out there, they they want to feel good about this show. We, we know we're striving to be the next Oprah. Mm-hmm. We're getting closer every week. <laughs> I, I gained 10 pounds over the holiday. <laughs> my part. But I got, I got the story is a, a gentleman who was, was born without a penis. Um, he will be rejoicing. Because 
in the next in a few months from now, they'll have a full fledged unit <laughs> in his pants. And I got to tell you, I am so happy for Alex Ovechkin. <laughs> <laughs> now, the guy's name is <laughs> oh, wait. What's that. his name? Yeah, Andrew Wordle. 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 <laughs> That's terrible. So the guy with That's no his penis, name. his name Born is without a penis. Yeah. Wordle. Famous. Oh man! Yeah, and, just and, piling on that kid the second he's he? born. Like, he doesn't have a dick, and let's name him Wordle. <laughs> he looks like the fucking Andrew, angel from Dogma. Andrew, it's the last name, Mike Andrew. Wordle. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mike Andrew. What do you think his first name, name was Wordle? Wordle? Like, Wordle. Why sounds would like you a, do that to him? Like yeah, really. Pokemon. Wordle. 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 Oh, oh, where's your Pokédex, Ash? Wordle. Wordle was made without a penis. <laughs> that, would be, that would be so. Well, oh my God! I'm just thinking, somebody's born is you, you the know what, Jim? Mom and Dad, you have a son. There's only one thing: he doesn't have a penis. I see balls, but Jim, I know what happened. Hetty done thrown out that goddamn penis, <laughs> and someone found it. And Mister Wardle is going to have a 14 inch dick <laughs> on his way. On his way, Greg Nicotero's making Greg it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I sent it to. Him. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, but when, like, you know how whenever you get, like, a transplant, yes. and they'll show pictures of, like, your heart, and, like, when the, the guy with the hand transplant, where they actually put a real hand on yes. him, yeah. the war vet, they, they showed him with his hand. So, what do you do when you have, like, a penis <laughs> that, that was created? Like, are they going to, like, show, like, an outline of it, or is this dude going to have it, like, on his shoulder and take pictures with it? Like, what? Yeah, what are, you may how, need to do I, the press conference. Yeah, you how do you do the, the press penis. conference of that? You have I don't know, to. maybe you think right. something. If it were me, I'd get a hand put on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you pay your bill. Here you go. Wave at everyone. <laughs> so you're right. We have to have the press conference, right? You, you have, have to, to show it because we want to see. We're not taking their word for it. No, I don't no. believe it. No. I see it. How, how would that press conference go, Jim? They'd be like, well, I'm very happy to announce that I'm Dr. Uh, Melvin Wardle, his uncle. <laughs> the Wardle family. <laughs> very proud to say we have the first penis. Get ready. Let's show it, everybody. You in the front row, back up. You weren't fucking around. Because <laughs> you're going to go double XL, right? You're going to create You a have penis. to. Well, yeah, here's the you, thing. That yeah, you can't show they, it small. They, they took the skin off his forearm. That's all you do. Take skin off the forearm, and they use, there's wiring involved. Of course, there should be. Yeah. I would say both. If it were me, man, I'd say, I don't need the skin on my forearm. <laughs> Take both. Take both, all the skin. Take all the skin. Forearm to foreskin. Go for yeah. it. That's crazy. So, That's so, his book. Mike, write that yeah. shit down. Forearm to foreskin. Wardle. Wardle's going to be listening to this, and he's going to write that book. Wysocki's going to write it with him. Forearm to foreskin. By Andrew Wardle and ghostwriter Mike Wysocki. Would you be mad if, like, you got a, you finally got your ding-ding implant, mm-hmm. and, and uh, you only get, like, five inches? Oh, like, that don't would you, suck. Like if 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 I ain't had a penis after all these like years, like you woke man, up and yeah, give me give me a fucking ten twelve incher. That would back. that would hurt. Give me something that'll poke yeah, someone's heart out. When you have nothing though, Tara, and then all of a sudden you know you have five. All of a sudden, you might be grateful. Oh, like no, a starving no. man with a little piece of bread. Uh, no, no, no. Kiss, kiss my ass. <laughs> that bread I, I looks would, pretty good when he got it. Yeah, yeah but I would lose my mind. He doesn't I, know yet. I'm like the hell with this. Give me the biggest dick on the planet. I want to poke hearts. I want to poke brains. That would suck. And a press, like you said, that press conference. If they show, if they did show it, it was only it was only three inches at the press conference. It's, it's cheaper that way if you make it smaller. It's it less is. material. We, we've oh, used the I all could only the afford the three inch. They went top. They went top grade. 
<laughs> Seriously. He's, I'm talking wiring and everything, man. This guy's going to cry every time he walks on a radio shack. Speaking of dicks, uh, North Korea. Oh, my God. Is in the news. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, we got to talk about North Korea. It's in an, Every day it's in the news. We, I know we talked about a few weeks ago about that whack job, Kim Jong-un, but my, what is wrong with him? He's threatening. It's 25 million people there, and he's he, he gives us the weirdest threats, too. I don't know if you saw the threat. He goes, uh, <laughs> yeah. he goes America will be a boiled pumpkin. <laughs> Very nonspecific what, threat. What's that? Yeah, yeah th- th- somebody in his group say, you know, hey, Kim, uh, I was, uh, had a fr- cousin visit uh, America late October. They hate, <laughs> they hate pumpkin. Someone stabbing one. Call an eye out. <laughs> Call them boiled pumpkin. Fuck with them. Get under the skin. Next day. Maka will be boiled pumpkin. <laughs> Fuck with you. They're just crazy too. They're like they don't they're completely isolated from the rest of the world. Not even like the Chinese or the Russians. Anybody likes them. They don't trade with anybody. And then they're threatening to blow us up. They're like the like the crazy guy at the bar that breaks a bottle over his head. Yes. Like, who wants to fucking fight? And they don't have any friends at all. They don't have any back. They're like walking into a small town from somewhere else, and everyone else in the room is just going to pummel on that One guy. nuclear sub. We can wipe out the whole country. It's, it. yeah, it's a tiny little country, completely isolated, no allies at all. And you're going to start trouble they with don't. Obama was fucking with him too, man. They told him don't fly no more shit like nearby, and he's like, "Oh, uh, uh, send the planes." Uh, <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. We should have. But he's like, <laughs> he's like, Let's he's fuck just like, him. yeah, like he just wants to fuck with him the whole time. We're gonna mess with him. I have no idea what's wrong with him, man. And nobody even knows this dude's real age. Like, if you look on Wikipedia, it says uh, twenty twenty eight to thirty. He would like, not. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't he have a. He won't reveal his birth certificate no. in North Korea. How about that? They were fucking with President Obama. Yeah. And I, he's like, he's like, oh hell, you must show mine. <laughs> Try to fuck with me. You end up in fucking where are you at some salt mine or where did they send <laughs> you to right? North Korea? Yeah. Uh, I guess he told Dennis Rice Rodman. Patty, whatever. He told Rodman he's twenty eight. Because Dennis Rodman was like, this this kid is 28 years old, and he just wants to talk to Obama. Oh, he's probably calling you know? him. Do you not say anything? He's <laughs> like, I, I trust you. I trust you, Dennis Rodman. You <laughs> fuck with me the last time. <laughs> fuck you. I'm going to get grabbed abusive from Celebrity for next game. Things are not coming. Things got worse when we sent Rodman over. I, I, yeah, Should have yeah. Master P over to yeah. negotiate that shit. <laughs> That's a deal for you. You know he said, you know Rodman's the one who said, hey, man, call him a boiled pumpkin. <laughs> you can't send this Jordan. <laughs> right. And the funniest thing with Kim Jong-un, he's so batshit crazy in his war room. He's sitting in the war room, and they show it on a picture of him on CNN. All, look on the internet. It's all over. He's, he's looking right at Austin. Texas. He wants to bomb Austin. It's one of the places that he finds to be a key place to bomb. Why? I have no idea. That's an odd pick. Why was would it... you choose Austin, Texas? I don't know, man. Ain't no was he in a band that didn't get in the South by Southwest Music Festival <laughs> or something? Yes. He feels, feels slighted by this. <laughs> why? I mean, what, is it, is it, are we supposed to take this guy serious? He's in a war room picking out like places like Risk. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Jim, Jim, please teach me how to play Risk. Whatever you, he's saying, whatever you do, don't pass out because Jimmy Kerr put a rubber penis in your head. So, so we had two Take movies. There's two movies out about this. The right there, there's the Red, uh, Red, the new Red remake Dawn. of Red Dawn, the Red Dawn, North Korea, mm-hmm. with uh, with Thor in it. Um, because because they, they you, did you ever see the original Red Dawn with they Russia? 
yeah, yeah, original yeah. take now. It's now from North take. Korea. It's really well done. I thought, did you like it? Yeah, I thought it was cool. I mean, you know, they always have to update movies, kind of like how in the real Iron Man comic book, it was he was in China and he got kidnapped. But to make things more relevant, they had to make it the Middle East for people to really okay. get, you know. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense mm-hmm. that Red Dawn updated. We, we dealing with North Korea's bullshit. So yes. they had to go ahead and set it up for North Korea. And there was another movie, right? Olympus has fallen. Yeah, and uh, that one has uh, Morgan Freeman as president again. Yeah, he made president again. He's the only <laughs> That's actor. That's his third term. That is, is that, isn't that the third term? I think so. And he was Malcolm X. He was God. <laughs> He's been the president multiple times. He's been president more than Obama has. That's true. Yes. <laughs> he is He's the no, real black president. Chris Morgan Rock Freeman, had one term. That's right. Yeah. yeah, one term. I like you, Chris. I, Underrated movie, kind of like Chris Rock. Oh, it was. Chris Rock was great as president. I I like Morgan Freeman as president because, but he every time there's a black president in a movie, they're always in fucked up situations like, like the world's ending, like Danny Glover's in 2012, and fucking Morgan Freeman's in Deep Impact, and it's like, yo, when can they just have like a peaceful time in America? Just be like the black president (laughs) instead. Like shit's fucked up, and then Morgan Freeman has to address people like, you know, (laughs) I I fucked up. You know, <laughs> that that's his. Own. You know, I fucked up, and I I, I apologize for it. And you know, we we'll make this happen. Like, it's, it's like everything's <laughs> just fucked up the whole time. <laughs> yeah, or, or Harrison Ford in a plane. Yes, Harrison Ford was awesome. They want his money and his family. You'll get neither. He was always screaming. <laughs> yes, he's Indiana Jones he's as all, the president. He's always screaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know oh. now I'm I'm telling you right now what the, the world is going to end, and it's going to be. A lot of media. I'm here to tell you, y'all fucked. Unless, unless Bruce Willis is here to save the day. Yeah, more, Bruce Willis can go in space and blast <laughs> off the, the fucking meteors. Bruce Willis saves the people, man. That's what he does. He does, man. Is That's there any job. other North Korean like movies like that? No. Or the, this has just been more like the recent fad? Like, you think, you think North Kim Koreans Jong-un, are the new zombies. You, you think Jim Con- uh, Kim Jong Un so messed up that he thinks Bruce Willis is real. You know, like going, like, for instance, like, he's in that war room going, you know what? I hope they don't send Bruce Willis. <laughs> like, we could take Austin. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. But there. if they send Bruce Willis, well, fucked. <laughs> they're they're going to send the Expendables. Fucking Morgan Freeman. He thinks Morgan Freeman's really the president and they're going to send the fucking Expendables over. Oh, that's right. We're going to go ahead and send the Expendables over. And then, what are we doing? We're going to uh, fuck up North Korea. Uh, <laughs> he wakes up in the middle of the night. Came down like, oh, Bruce Willis, I forgot. <laughs> he wakes up in cold sweats. Fucking thinking, McClane. <laughs> yes. McClane. Eat this, please. The whole thing is off. Bruce Willis may be here. Uh, he may be on ship. Be Kaye, motherfucker. Last thing I have here. Man, what if that 52-year-old dude stole those cakes from the cake boss to send to North Korea as amends for all this to make peace? Mm. And we arrested him. He stopped it. He, he stopped was undercover, and he, he was just a terrible undercover agent who stole some yeah, nasty-ass cakes. Just, I think he's just that chick crazy like Kim Jong-un. <laughs> <laughs> just both that chick crazy. That should, that should be his title. Oh, oh man. man, it's cool. It is. It is scary because he is batshit crazy. That's the thing, and, and, you know. Yeah, like mm-hmm. he had. He, they, they don't have a nuclear weapon. Yeah, no. as mm-hmm. far as I know. Well, I mean, this is a guy who believed that he was the sexiest man by the we onion. Talk, we talked about it a couple so, weeks ago, so he may believe in it. He yeah. brought over Dennis Rodman, so it's just telling me that this dude might believe some of the fiction 
that we have, like this motherfucker might think we really have Superman. And that, that if he shoots a nuclear <laughs> missile. Everybody be dead. Yeah, like Christopher Reeves is going to take yeah, the What month is missile. Superman out of town? <laughs> He's going to take the missile to the sun. Remember that verse? That Superman get, 4? He must terrible. accumulate Krypton in yeah. case <laughs> we have to deal with Superman. Somebody get me in contact with Darkseid. Right. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, that concludes the show, man. It was, it was great. Hanging out again with you know Terry and Mike, you guys are the best man. We miss Johnny, uh, of course, and poor Frank Nicotero who is sick as a dog. We'll have Frankie on sometime. You matter of fact, we're gonna watch Wishmaster after. All right, Wishmaster party. Get it. <laughs> don't don't. <laughs> Mike don't. hasn't seen it. Mike, you haven't seen it. Oh, no. Mike, you have to see it. You're in for it, buddy. I'll tell you right now. Don't forget, guys, to download the Sideshow Network app as well. Uh, this you can get available through iTunes for your iPhone and your iPad and anything I. Make sure you visit iTunes and get the Sideshow Network app. Get into it. And if there's uh, anyone out there who was maybe rooting through garbage dumpster or something and, and came across a 14-inch rubber penis <laughs> it's from Boogie Nights, please give it back if you can. A lot of memories. A lot of memories. Reward. Please, Mr. Wardle, give us our dick pack. <laughs> yes, it's a Greg Nicotero made. Exactly. Thank you to Star Chevrolet and Nissan in Greensburg, our, our proud sponsors. We're honored to have them. And uh, Sideshow Network, Dave Settlemar, our executive producer, Frank Mergia, of course, the head of all our media, one of our producers, our, our producer, our, our line producer, a guy that makes the show run, I'm telling you, Josh Folio, man. Nice hand for Josh. He's sitting right here. Golf clap because it, it might be too loud. Uh, Corey night. Gale. Applaud for Corey Gale. Our sound engineer. Yes. How about that? Huh? We, we the, don't even know about him. Without those two, man, we would be yes. shit out of luck. Because if I do the audio, this is going to be all fucked up. Oh, exactly. We'll just hear one person. These guys are the brains. And it won't be anyone in this room. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for downloading the show. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we did uh, hanging out. Got a lot. Hope you had a couple laughs here. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. listening to comedy try watching it on the internet the folks behind the sideshow network have launched a new youtube channel called wait for it it's got interviews with comedians like reggie watts todd glass liza schleisinger slicing driving friends with her for 10 years one of the funniest people out there and i still have a hard time with the last name liza our very own owen benjamin that's me takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more you don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. A few days ago, Brooke Tudine posted an inspirational quote on her wall that got 17 likes and three comments. Thumbs up, Brooke. 
Geico also wants to make a comment. In just 15 minutes, you could save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance by switching to Geico. And nothing says inspiration better than saving money. Well, except for those posters that say things like teamwork, excellence, and make it happen. Hashtag keep climbing. Hashtag savings. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.